Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This edition of Achtung Millwall is dedicated to the memory of Anthony Murphy, who sadly passed away on Friday. And I'm not going away with some dirty Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Good afternoon, one and all. Welcome to a wet and rainy but sunny also Wembley Stadium for the League One Player Final, Millwall versus Bradford City. You know that already. We've got the sounds of um, Lem Come pounding around Wembley Stadium. Lions team unchanged from the playoff win up at Scumfall. My Twitter has failed me, so I'm going to do it from memory. See if I can do it from memory, shall I? Jordan Archer in goal in the middle. Byron Webster, Sean Hutchinson on the right. Marlon Romeo on the left, Tony Craig. In the middle, Jimmy Abdu, Sean Williams. Either side of them. Take a guess at Wallace. And O'Brien on either side up front. Lee Gregory, Steve Morrison. Apology if that's wrong. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sitting next to Crazy Horse. Welcome to the show, Neil. Hello. And I'm sitting next to Stan. Hello, Stan. You Absolute sea of Jester's hats outside, dear listeners. Replica shirt and Jester Hat City in Bradford. I came in from that side. I parked the car today. Drove up. Walked around from the other side of the stadium through um, an immense um, tribute to the power of club, club shop sales in Bradford. They must sell a fortune up there. It's no wonder our club's skin. Because we can't, we don't say anything. On, on our side, it's uh, it's more kind of shorts, tattooed legs, and casual loafers. Whoever is by turns beautiful, um, awful, beautiful, awful. I came out this morning when it was beautiful, dressed for a summer's day. Got as far as Wembley and discovered it um, like a deluge, bit of biblical proportions when I got out of the car. Um, the only jacket I had was in the boot of the car. It's actually a work jacket. So I'm sitting here in my work branded jacket, dear listeners. I'm sorry if I don't cut any fashion points for you all, but um, as it's a sound podcast, no one really gives a shit, do they? And usually we sat fairly low to the... Do you like sitting low in the crowd? No, you a man further back on the terraces. Where do you traditionally sit? Usually further back. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, at the old place, it was kind of on the halfway line. But two um, crash barriers up, I think it was, or was it the first one? Yeah, that's kind of the used place to I used to go. We're quite low here, we've got like a... It's like a like a medieval, <laughs> medieval style um, uh, defensive moat in front of us. Um, not bad view of the pitch, in all honesty. We're right in the front row. 
just along the side from the side goal, a few yards short of the halfway line. It's a magnificent stadium, Wembley Stadium. Anyone that went to the old stadium, I always thought it was a bit tatty. Do you ever like the old stadium, Neil? I always thought it was a bit run down, a bit tatty, the old Wembley. Yeah, I went there a few times, actually. Um, obviously, the all-way windscreen shield. Yeah. But for some reason, I ended up there at the Bolton Aston Villa FA Cup semi-final when it went to penalties. Right. Right at the front, on these kind of stalls that had no back. Yeah. It was just painful to sit there and watch a game of football. The view at the front of the old ground was, was awful. I went to um, England, uh, Argentina, about 1970, late 70s. Uh, first game, Diego Maradona was seen. And I, all I can say of Diego Maradona is I saw his legs because you couldn't see much else because you got a below the picture at some, some stage basis. David Johnson scored twice in that, didn't he? So good riddance to the old Wembley. I know they, they play along about the Twin Towers. Um, I, I don't know, sentiment and all that kind of stuff. Um, this is a magnificent stadium. Uh, the arch stretching above us, blue skies. Really is something to see. When we came here last year for the, um, the playoff um, final, we were sat behind a goal in like a very nice comfy seat, but I felt totally disconnected from the yeah. action in front of us. Yeah. Um, I was more disconnected than Tony Craig was on the pitch. Oh, ouch. Boom, boom. This is why we bring him on the show, listeners. But as it is, we're right at the front. We, I, I think we're going to be much closer to the action today, dear listeners. Later on in today's show, we're going to be a, a post-match cut shoe with Harry Warren, who is um, in the, the sophistication of Club Wembley today. Um, he's texted me as I came in the outside, is there are less, less strings in Club Wembley. No strings in Club Wembley, apparently. I've avoided the underground today as I drove up. I've got to go out after this, so I brought the car, so I haven't had any exposure to string them myself either so far. Actually, there's no need for me to memorise the scene. They're going to run through him in the mud. I'm going to record that, just in case I've got it all wrong. We'll have a little... A little check-up on whether I could remember the team from the um, a fantastic win up at Scunthorpe. There we go, Millwall team, Joel Narcher, number one in goal. Sean Hutchinson, the central defence, played really well over the two legs of the playoff playoff uh, semis. Craig on the left, Neil's favourite player, Tony Craig. Sean Williams in the middle. Lee Gregory up front, they're doing them in the numerical order. What do they put them in, in um, formation or where? 12 Marlon Mario. Why do they do that? They just do it to annoy me. Jed Wallace on the wing. Got that right. Byron in central defence. Got that right. Morrow up front. Got that right. Aiden O'Brien on the wing. Got that right. Abdu in the middle. Yeah. Got that right. Subs, King, Worrell, Ben Thompson, Onya Dean, McCallum, Butcher, Shane Ferguson, Jay Cooper on the bench. Two tightly balanced teams here, dear listeners. Achtung, Milbal. Bloke just had his pint slung away to my left. Silly bringing it in, but why he won't give him the option to go and finish it inside, I don't know. But the, the uh, job's worth Stewart, IP2, slung it away in front of him. And they wonder why riots happen. <laughs> I'm only joking. Just waiting for the teams to come onto the pitch. A very first world problem. I've just found that all social media seem to be hanging. There is no Twitter, there is no Facebook for me at the moment at least. My reception is not working. So, um, how awful. How do we survive in the days before social media? I don't know. Two teams appearing on the big screens now, dear listeners. Here they come. Into the arena. Wembley Stadium, um, not full by any stretch of your imagination. They go to fireworks. Very mild development, fireworks. Stan likes it. You like the fireworks, Stan? Big hit with Stan, fireworks. Old kids like me and Neil, not so happy. No, no. 
But no, not a full stadium, top tier above us, all empty. Um, Bradford here looks reasonably, reasonably full, Lions end, I think it's filling. So how will the teams approach this? Is it business or is it an event? Last year, of course, we came to the Barnsley uh, defeat when Neil Harris, I think, afterwards said that Neil probably treated it more as an event, a uh, day out, rather than business. Famously in 2010, after the, uh, the, 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 the similar experience against Scunthorpe the year before, we approached it as business. I'm hoping we've approached today in the same vein. This is work, piece of work today. Seems just been introduced to some dignitary or some, some stuffed sheriff, some sort of there. Lions sold 27,000, we believe, 24,000 for the Bradford. Bradford wearing their curious um, diagonal striped shirt. I can't think of any other team I've ever seen in diagonal striped shirts, Neil. Man United had a white one. Diagonal blue one. With diagonal stripes. I was going to mention Peru with their... Uh, I, 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 I won't, I won't, I won't. Only one stripe. Lions in the same kit today that served us so well up at Glanford Park. Blue and white striped shirt, white shorts, white stockings. This is what our sixth or seventh trip to Wembley since 2009. It's our second home. We've been in more than some Premier League clubs. But today's all about the result. Doesn't matter about the performance, it's the result. For me, this is about making sure we get ourselves back into the Championship on the level where we can maybe push on and certainly keep our name in front of the media at the moment because of the general election that's going on and the continuing threat to our, our stadium by the pits of Avantes, the Arnoisham Council. As you're well aware, dear listeners, we have a candidate standing in the Lewisham East by-election. Lewisham East covers Lewisham, Downham, um, Lee Green, Blackheath, places between. If you're in that constituency, you'll see a lady called Willow Winston. She's the lady whose um, our studio and home has been threatened by Lewisham Council. Vote for her. Get your fucking selves out to the election booths on... June the 8th and vote for Willow Winston. This is a massive opportunity to get our name out there and keep the pressure on Lewisham Council. You know what you got to do. Here we go, teams line up. Interesting fact, Wembley is 115 yards by 75 yards. The Den, 115 yards by 74 yards. About the same size pitch, how about that? Where we go. Lions attacking to our left as I look. Early signs already, just uh, three minutes in. Bradford trying to spread play. They're on the attack here, coming down Mills right at the moment. Trying to spread play around, cross-field balls. The Lions, as you would expect, uh, less, more direct, less, less fussy in their approach. Here come uh, Bradford on the attack now, seven minutes. Come down the right-hand side. They've exploited that side a couple of times already. Balls falls left now, seven on the ball. Mill lining up behind the ball. Bradford still in possession. Here they come again, it's going to go for a goal kick. He's headed wide, it's Williams again now. What can he do? Can't beat his man. Stumbles around and loses possession. Wanted an early ball in, didn't get it. Now come Bradford on the break. 12 minutes. Ball through, on, on, on goal. Misses! Wow! Wow, wow, wow! Fucking hell! Man through on goal, puts it wide on the right hand post. John Nash spreads himself. I thought that was in from the angle I was at, dear listeners. Looking at it from Sam Cameron now. He saved it. That was a brilliant save there, Neil. Got a fingertip to that. Corner Bradford. He was offside, though. Right side of corner Bradford. First real clear cut chance for, for them in that break. 
Ball bouncing around. It's going to be a whistle now. Stops play. Wow. What a save by John Marcher. Well, that's live on the atmosphere. It's not a full house, but you won't want for atmosphere in here, dear listeners. Open game now. Not normally this open playoff finals. 15 minutes in. Lino getting an incessant amount of abuse. I don't think I agree with that last decision there. It's quite a difference of opinion. Bradford on the break on the left-hand side now. Ball into the middle, batted away by Jules Narshot and their post. Coming up for the 15th minute. Surface getting very skiddy out there. The rain has been falling all day, and one or two tackles flying in. Uh, Marlon just went um, flying there and trying to release the ball. Both sides come here committed for a win, that's for sure. No holds are being barred. Here comes Wallace down the right side, ball into the box. Full side, no problem. Gone for a goal at a corner. One moment, I thought he had it. One moment, I thought he had the chance. It's gone for a corner at the middle wall. 16 minutes in. Wow, it's been an action-packed 16 minutes. I've got to say that to you, dear listeners. 20 minutes of incessant action. Now, if it's an open final, got to say that much. Yeah, it's very open, isn't it? Um... Best chance, obviously, falling to Bradford for that break. Palmed away brilliantly by, by Jordan Archer. Otherwise, the spell of pressure by the Lions is, is open stuff. You get a sense there's a goal coming at some stage. Who for? I really don't know at the moment. Here comes Bradford down the left. Ball into the box. That's going to be headed, not kind of clear, by um, Hutchinson. 22 minutes, halfway point in the first half. They'll probably say they've, uh, they've had the best chance of the game, which they have. The Lions are by no means second best in this contest. Here they come down the left. Don't overcook my bacon and eggs. Going for a Bradford throw-in. Left-hand side. 23 minutes. Real opportunity now for Bradford. Free kick on the edge of the middle penalty area. So here we go. Real chance for Bradford. Shot straight into the wall. He did his job. The body stood their ground. Very, very brave. Come the Lions down the right-hand side. Abdu trying to link up, not his strongest suit unfortunately O'Brien gets penalised on 27 minutes, going to be a free kick for, um, for Bradford in defence had a text from Harry Warren she's made the footballing gods be with us I think they might be after that early save there from, from Jill Narcher let's hope they stay with us it can be fickle like the gods of Olympus you know when I was Ray Harry Housen movies you know, where they sit up there playing chess with humankind and sometimes wonder if that's what they do with Millwall coming towards the 29th minute it's been incessant an incessant game that's for sure good advert for League 1 football two teams come here committed for the win both sides going at it it's a credit to the division a right sided corner for Bradford it's low back across the box it's bouncing around in the middle of the melee it's gone for a goal kick sorry a moment of throws there ball seemed to be sticking in the, uh, in the middle penalty area a melee of players around it but nothing happening anyway, it's gone for a goal kick 33 minutes Probably the balance of pressure in the game increasingly towards Bradford at the moment. They seem to be having the ball down our end a lot more than we have it at theirs. But then that seems to be our style, is to, is to soak it up and go long. Move breaks down, lines clear their lines. We're giving the ball a lot to them at the moment, as you'd expect. Probably a little bit too much for comfort for me. 35 minutes. 40 minutes, applause for the Millwall fan Anthony Murphy, who sadly passed away on Friday um, as you may know he was the um, he suffered a heart attack recently at the game in Northampton um, our condolences I think all we can say to the family of Anthony Murphy but that's the tribute from the middle end to one of our own 
you predictable twat. That's good. I'm going to use that one as an insult in the future. Predictable prick. <laughs> a predictable prick. There's a lot of pre-Rs in that phrase. Pr Every time you're ball-headed prick. There we are. There's a half-time whistle. The ball-headed prick blows up. Oh, an incessant half of action, one way and the other. We've got our money's worth. Nil-nil at the break. Lions done very well for me to keep it tight. Bradford probably will say they've had more pressure overall, but they also have the benefit of a bent referee. So there we are. At the break, nil-nil. Achtung, Milball. What's that, Prince Song? Sign of the Times. We're actually watching a video game being played on the big screen. A football game, like FIFA or something. It is FIFA. It is FIFA. Um, and they've got a little um, image of the two blokes playing the game. And we're all watching a fucking video game. I can't... I not the mill I know. I did read on a, a, an in-flight magazine, I think actually you were quoted in it, Neil, about um, the rising tide of video games and their actual um, World Cups for this stuff now. There's no, 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 I was quoted in the um, European Championship. European Championships. Uh, a friend of mine... Um, on the EasyJet. It wasn't anything, it wasn't anything flash. Yeah, a friend of mine does all this. He does all the e-gaming stuff. Because yeah. they're actual... I mean, seriously, there are championships and World Cups... Big business. Big business. Um, Medals now in the Asian abso game. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's coming back from um, Berlin. They had the uh, a German player. I think it was um, Ozil with his World Cup medal next to a German um, female footballer, sports star, and this bloke who played video games. I mean, you're not really a sportsman, are you? When you're just a video game, though, you know. <laughs> Neil disagrees. Basically, you do a lot of sitting around, eating Maltesers. That's what I like. <laughs> the training must be minimal, apart from sitting in front of a fucking TV. What do I know? They're all playing better in the video game than they are in real life. <laughs> Both sets of fans doing their best to urge on their sides. 60-minute mark coming up. Everything to play for. Be a very open contest, it's got to be said. Either side can still take this. If it will feel they can still win it. Gregory on the halfway line takes and turns. All through face your boys! Oh, it's his wide! Wallace through in front of goal. Clips it wide on the left hand post. 60 minutes. Major chance from Millwall. Game is opening up. Ball breaks in the middle. Morrison through on goals, Vice. Gregory, the ball clips off his feet, it's gone wide, they're going to be a corner. Middle corner. 61 minutes, Lions showing the heat up. Ball pressure now. Shep urging the steward in front of us to turn around and look at the game. Could be a bit of Sean Williams, right side of corner. Coming towards the 62nd minute now. Floats in, near post. Headed behind another corner. Another right side corner. Floats in more central. Referee blows up. Um, Bradford Bowen flying in there. Don't know how. Don't know what happened. Any chance to give away a free kick, though, it seems, from this referee's point of view. 66 minutes. Another middle corner on the right hand side. More middle pressure. Sean Williams takes right side. Ball in deep. Hutchinson goes flying there. Ball clears by, by Bradford. Halfway through the second half. Last quarter game, it's all on the line, dear listeners. I can't handle it, can you? Aiden O'Brien coming out of the game. Shane Ferguson coming in, 69 minutes. Time for a change. Very fine, balanced game. 
Where's your money, Neil? It's in your pocket, mate. It's in your pocket. Too close to call for me. Too close to call. 75 minutes approaching. Deep, deep, deep from uh, Ferguson. Finds Hutchison at the far post. Taken by the goalkeeper. No danger there. Beautiful defensive take by Jed Wallace. Runs from defence and it's Platter wins a free kick. That's got to be a yellow and it is a yellow for the three. Wallace looked up at the crowd there to see what the. <laughs> Little boy next to me having his ears shielded from the language. I think you come to the wrong place to have your ears shielded. <laughs> what an intense game this has been, listeners. Normally when I do this, I try and um, build a little bit of an offbeat colour and whatnot, but this is no chance for that today. 77 minutes. See the tension now ramping up. 13 minutes to go. Good work by Gregory. Forces and error. This is Wallace. Inside he finds Morrison. Ball blocked. Going for a corner. Charles from Millwall. Right side of the corner for the Lions. Ticking towards the 79th minute. What are people have applauded the attendance? What's that? That's, that's, no, that's no achievement at all. Is it? It's just how many people turned up for this, this game. People are applauding the attendance. Why do they do that? There's Gregory on the halfway line. Move for Bradford breaks down. Bradford, uh, Gregory brings that cross into the Bradford half. Comes towards 85 minutes. He's got um, Ferguson, sorry, Williams overlapping him. The ball into the box. There's a little skip header. Extra time gets played. They haven't shown the replay yet. Maybe they will do in a minute. Dear oh dear! How do we do this every fucking week, eh? Oh my giddy up. Oh, it's very stupid! That was the one chance, we've defended all game, that was the one chance we were looking for. Much better second half for the Lions, but still, the balance of play, you'd say, was with, with uh, Bradford. That ball's run through to the goalkeeper there. Jeb Wallace going out of the game, he's played well, made some fantastic runs, who's coming into the game? Fred, Fred's coming into the game. Gregory leaving the pitch on 89 minutes. <coughs> Who's coming in? Callum Butcher. 
five minutes extra time. They keep having a, a, a pulse of the playoffs thing up on the screen where they, they seem to be monitoring a middle fan's pulse rate. Um, one bloke's going a pulse rate of 201 beats per minute. Yeah. We're going to have another heart attack on our hands away. That bloke's going. Let's cut that bit out. <laughs> City ball there by Fred. Got a nothing, nothing free kick. He's going to be a Bradford throw in on the halfway line. Bradford on the attack. Launch forwards. Oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry. <laughs> that into the side now. I thought it was in the net. Calm down. Calm down. Sorry for those swear words. <laughs> I thought, I thought it got in the net. Goal kick. It's watch on the replay. It kind of falls on the, on the right-hand side. The kind of penalty, and then it's slammed into the side netting. Goal kick for uh, Millwall. Couldn't do this too often, I'll tell you that much. How long will the referee get it? Down into the corner. There it is! Millwall done it! There it is! Millwall the championship! on the ground, discontinuer. What an achievement for Millwall. What a brother. I'm lost for words. Jimmy Abdul in prayer in front of us, I think. Picked up by his colleagues. I'm lost for words. Lions have done it. What a fantastic performance. Scott's been finished, Jeb Wallace. That is a magnificent performance. Say what you like. Stands ecstatic. Wow. <laughs> Some supporters on the pitch. Supporters on the pitch. Let's hope it's joyous. Calls them to get off. The fence to be on the pitch is probably a little bit late in the day. Well, what a day, dear listeners. What a day, what a performance. Mill stood their ground in the first half, came into it more in the second half, and clinched it that late, late winner from Steve Morrison. Magnificent show by Lions. Um, through the whole side, that was a, that was a top quality um, effort and performance. They get their just desserts of promotion to the championship. What a thing to say. So they're bringing out the, the podium for the awards ceremony. Sean Williams taking the congratulations of the crowd over on the far side there. Wonderful stuff, dear listeners. This is what the whole season was all about. Who would have thought this at moments earlier on in the season? We can always guarantee Wembley looks forward to the visit of Millwall each season. Lions, it goes to Lions up the, uh, the steps. It goes to Lions. They disappear inside view, unlike the old Wembley, the 39 steps, famously. Now they go up and in and come back out again on the, on the next level. 
images from inside the area. Uh, that must be the uh, interior of the presentation area. Lions players doing their nuts, as you can imagine. Steve Morrison with a crucial goal. It's John Burrison on screen. Uh, fitting that Morrison gets the, 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 the critical goal that wins this. His contributions this season has been immense. Here comes Tony Craig. Onto the balcony. Here they come, Millwall. To collect the trophy. The Sky Bet playoff trophy. Whatever it's called, I don't know. It's got Sky Bet ribbons on it. Morrison picking up the rear. I'd have said it forward. Maybe they don't want the, um, the adulation. That's the kind of bloke he is. Craig Leeds is first club captain. Here we are going to lift the trophy up there. There's Neil Harris on screen. What a season for Neil Harris. His second season for management. Been to the playoffs twice. Second time successful. Speaking with, with Steve Morrison there. Shielding his boys. Can't tell what they're saying. There they are. Lions fans celebrating on the balcony. Wonderful, wonderful scenes. Heroes behind us. What a day. What performance. Stan thinks it's always like this down at Millwall. He's a glory hunter and he comes to the big games. There's the trophy for Millwall. Promotion to the championship. There goes the exploding um, tinsel. Tony Craig with a trophy in his hands. Wembley on the balcony. Listen to that. Bradford end is empty. Middle end is still very, very full. The celebrations will go on in late into the night. You can bet, bet your bomb dollar on that. Neil Harris is smiling face on the on the big screen. The trophy being passed along the line. Brilliant stuff. There we are. That's been today's coverage of the game. We're going to be right back after these messages. We've got a bit of post-match euphoria with uh, Mr. Harry Warren. Big thank you to Crazy Horse and to Stan. We're back after these messages. Huge welcome on the show now to our show regular Harry Warren. What a day, Harry. My voice is croaky. How's yours, mate? Uh, the voice is hanging on. The head might be a little bit sore, <laughs> uh, but, but it was well worth it. Now, you, you were in Club Wembley yesterday. Um, I was, what, yeah. what was your experience of Club Wembley like? I, I was down, in, down with the kids down in the front, but um, you were up there in the, in, the, in the sophisticates part. What was it like? Yeah, it was it was quite nice actually. I mean, um, we got there early because I knew yeah. we could drink in sort of in the stadium. Yeah. Um, but I was in. I went in the two hundred and thirty nine pound free course meal. I just want to make it very clear. That <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not there. Right. But, um, no, it was it was nice. I was just sort of right the halfway line and fantastic. The the experience up there. I mean, if you're gonna pay if you're gonna pay that money for the tickets, it it was it made it worth. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And even some of the £62 tickets, I think, were in Club Wembley as well. They're good quality tickets. The seats are good. And string-free, string string-free. Uh, string free. String-free. Only, only Millwall season ticket holders, seemingly. So, uh, and That's people who knew what they were talking about. So you didn't have people calling yeah. players wrong names, wrong names and whatever. So that's that's a personal personal annoyance of mine. Oh, Harry, what an immense day that was. I, I, we were just saying off-air, listeners, um, I've not long got up. I can hear my voice as I'm talking to you, Harry, now. I can hear it. Um I've done no notes. I've done no prep. I'm just staring at an iPad with um, a report of yesterday's game on it. And I thought, I said to Harry, we'll blag it. So here we are blagging it. This is what blagging it sounds like, listeners. Um, what an incredible achievement. Um, I don't know where to start with that game, really, Harry. It was it was a huge performance, wasn't it? In the, one of the best of all time, in my opinion, for a Mill team, given the circumstances. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think the first half, we weathered a storm. Um, yeah. They were the better football inside. I mean, let's not yeah. take anything, anything away from that. The Jordan Archer save is massive. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was a save in, in real time, but <coughs> seeing, no. it, seeing it back, it's it's a top quality save from a much maligned recently goalkeeper who sort of put Wembley demons of himself last season to bed, I think, with that, with that save. And mm. I think it sort of... Jordan, Jordan has a touch of the world class about him, not all the time and not in every game, but when he delivers a big save, bloody hell, don't he deliver it? I mean, I, in, in real time, I'm the same. I thought that the, the chap had missed it. Um, and it wasn't until the, a corner was awarded that I'd realised that uh, Jordan must have got a, a fingertip to it, which makes it an immense save because I think if we'd have gone behind, we, we would have struggled yesterday. They, they were a decent side, decent setup. Yeah, they they come there with a game plan. I think they they shifted the ball wide, put it into areas. I think maybe they lacked they lacked a Morrison and Gregory, and yeah. obviously Morrison popped up and <coughs> and got the winner for us. But that's what they lacked, to be honest. Yeah, and, that, that clinical finish. Yeah, I agree. And for the last few years, that's what we've lacked until we found Morrison and Gregory together, really. And I suppose that's the. That's not just the only thing, but putting the ball in the back of the next yard is in football, and and we've got two that can do it. I suppose that's what makes us such a, a dangerous side, especially in this division, is having two in this league, in this league, two of the best strikers in the league. I mean, in a way, I, I, I was um, I was driving away yesterday after the game, but I, I drove around there rather than caught the. <laughs> Public transport, um, for, for, partially for st- string avoidance techniques, um, and I use just park. In, listeners, incidentally, what a great little app that is! You can find yourself a little spot quite close to the stadium, walk round. So just park, go go for it in the future. Um, no strings, um, so I had quite a pleasant day of it. One way and the other, I mean, I couldn't couldn't drink, but um, I, I I thought 
the performance yesterday was like a microcosm of the whole season because you're right, Harry. We we were up against it in that first half. Um, we, we you know they were all over us. We we weathered the storm. We had but then we we always you couldn't say we weren't going to go down the other end and score at any stage across the whole game, and that has been Millwall for the whole season, taking pressure, soaking it up, but always with the chance and opportunity to go down the other end and get a goal. And that comes down to, to, to Morrison and Gregory, doesn't it? Two fantastic strikers in League One terms. Yeah, and I mean, it went. I thought Wallace had a good game yesterday, second half. He did. Um, I, I mean, I would have picked my ass. Well, I haven't got an ass, but I, I would have put a lot of money on there. <laughs> I would have put a lot of money on Wallace just smashing that over. And he, I think he tried to be too fancy and yeah. slot it. Should have gone for power, um, shouldn't he? Yeah. yeah, it's just blasted it on his near side, but... The longer it went on in that second half, the more we grew into it and the more corners we were getting. All right, the referee was blowing up every time anyone breathed on any of the Bradford players, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. But we just seemed to, there was, you could feel something coming. I know that sounds silly now and it's easy to say it now, but I just felt the longer it went on at nil nil, the more it suited us. We're just, you know, we, we've seen it against Leicester, we've seen it against Bournemouth, we saw it against Watford in, in big games and other, obviously at Bristol Rovers as well. Yeah. There's a still about Millwall. Like, there's just, there's something about getting the job done, no nonsense, and we're, we're going to do it. It don't have to be pretty as long as someone scores and we win one nil. we don't care. And, yeah. and it was a goal like <clears throat> that, you know what I mean? So. I'm just looking at the possession statistics. As I say, listeners, I'm, I'm no prep here, so... Um, I've got absolutely no clever lines lined up or any kind of quips for you, but I'm just looking at the BBC statistics. Uh, 61% possession for Bradford, 39% for Millwall, um, which again is is so often we've seen that across the season. Teams that, um, and I thought they did pass the ball quite well yesterday. I thought they were a decent looking side and on a different day they would have um, probably expected to have taken you know three points if it had been a league game, but that was... The big game, and you're right, Harry. I, I think there is something, um, <clears throat> something special about this squad of players. They do fight for each other. It's it's a Millwall thing, isn't it? It's up backs to the wall, fighting your way out of a corner stuff, and that's what happened yesterday. You know, um, shots eighteen for for Bradford, fourteen for Millwall. Not much to choose between those. Three shots on target for them. Two shots on target for us. One of which went in the net. Um, the corner counts odd. Five corners to Bradford, fourteen corners for Millwall, <clears throat> and I think there's always that sense of expectation that when we did get the ball, we could create something. Where they, you know you, you didn't always get that with them in the same way. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I think they'll probably learn a lot from it. Yeah. Bradford point of view, I think they they will be in and amongst it next season. Definitely, I think their <clears throat> their big mistake was letting Anson go because I think Anson would have been a yeah, would have been he, a, would he's have been a Steve a, Morrison figure, isn't he? In their terms, yeah. So uh, they would have they would have definitely have caused the small problems of there. They'd just the target man if you're going to push the ball wide, but they didn't, and and we did, and you know, fucking, it's just such a it was such an important day for the club to to get out of that division because I think a lot of players would have would have left in the summer. They may still do, but they would have definitely have had a decent reason to leave. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't want to play championship, well, League One football, or championship football is a big, it's a big step up now, probably more so than when we got relegated two years ago. So, um, if you, you look at the club situation overall, the story of the season, really. I mean, there've been moments last season where 
you know, you and me have spoken after games where we, you know, it was very hard to. Um, you're trying to put the best uh, spin on a bleak, bleak day's work. You know, um, there's been moments of um, where you couldn't see promotion in any way, shape, or form. Um, and given the club's situation off the field, with all that's been going on since last September, um, we've pulled a cup run out when it was most needed. It kept the club's profile high. And now this, yesterday, also keeps the club's profile high and wins us more money in, in a higher league. The, the players have really done their bit to, I, I don't think I'm beating around the bush, Harry, and saying they say, have done their bit to save Mill Football Club, because I don't know what the alternatives would have been at certain points. You know, vacation to Den and going to North Kent with a bleak future in front of us. So, yeah, you're, massive you're stuff. absolutely right. Massive. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I think it's... I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just night Neil Harris now, for fuck's sake, just... Give the man him. the fr- <laughs> night him freedom of freedom of Bermondsey freedom of yeah, freedom of wherever you like. He'd never buy a drink again, will he? Let's put it that way. Nor should he. I mean, it's, it's funny. I just flicked onto the um, the Neil Harris quotes on on the BBC, and he says the same thing here. Harry Neil Harris speaking to the BBC says this season will go down as one of the biggest successes in the club's history. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Um, you know, I've been around a long while. I can't think of any any similar circumstances where we've we've had successes for sure, but not in 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 such dire circumstances off the pitch. You know, um, we've been fighting for our lives and we've prevailed. It's um, it's huge, massive, massive achievement by this club. Yeah, it just the superlatives run out, don't they? You just yeah, they've done they've done. Everything and more than what you could ask them to do. The cup run to knock out three Premier League sides at a dim. Yeah, yeah. The the CPO thing, obviously that that was massive to get it postponed or or cancelled, whatever. Whatever way whatever, you look at it, yeah. Whatever way Bit that, of both. that, Bit that of both. falls, but yeah. uh, you know we won't get into that. This is supposed to be a day for for good, even though they've blocked certain certain things on Twitter, and we won't mention that either no, for legal no, reasons. No, no. <laughs> It's, um, I'm just looking at Neil's, Neil's quotes after the game yesterday and it, it, he puts it well because he says the players find a way all the time. He mentions the 86 minute of Bristol when we were basically not even in the playoffs um, at that stage until Hutchinson's late, late winner. Um, nil, nil. Uh, one nil down up at Scunthorpe to the 44th minute when Morrison equalised so dramatically. And and then yesterday he, he pays tribute to Bradford who were better than us in the first half, and it looked a long way off at that, at that point. He's, he's right. Um, he also identifies staying in the championship now, Harry, and I think that's going to be a nice problem to have, and it's tomorrow's problem rather than today's. But it's something we do need to start to think about fairly swiftly because the championship season will start in August, and we're going to be in with some big boys there. I was looking at the list of other clubs in that league, and there's some big financial hitters in that division and we're going to need to find something extra there aren't we yeah we're going to there's a few players obviously you know your Coopers your Wallaces who I think I've I think Cooper's out of contract from Reading so I mean a free transfer on him taking a punt to me seems seems likely and the right decision um, as he's good cover and arguably puts pressure on the other two Um, Wallace I mean Wallace is is his quality and whether or not he's whether or not we'll get him depending on presumably price is is another thing but I mean I think 
I speak for everyone when I say we want him. Um, we do. But, I, that was made plain at the, 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 the uh, annual dinner I went to. <clears throat> um, Berylson made a, a joke about how we voted for his um, his goal of the season because we really want to keep him. So I don't think Jed Wallace is in any doubt of the esteem in which he's held by the club and certainly the fans. He came over to where I was sitting yesterday, took a couple of scarves and shirts that people were throwing him. And, you know, the affection he's got for the club is, is evident. He's he's a championship-level player, Harry, isn't he? He's, and um, let's hope he can see that championship future with us now. Same for Jake Cooper as well. I'd, I'd say the same about a championship-level player. Um, just looking at some of the names in the division next season. Aston Villa, Birmingham, uh, Bolton, Cardiff, Derby, Leeds, Middlesbrough, some big teams, the Forest, the Sheffield Clubs. Sunderland, biggest uh, capacity in the league will be Sunderland. Stadium like 49,000. And Wolves, some massive, massive clubs there. QPR. QPR. Um, who manages QPR, Harry? I've forgotten. Who's that bloke? Uh, there's a, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a clan. Um, <laughs> apparently he's signing a six foot seven and a half inch Austrian. Um <laughs> That would be. I don't know how that words. would go. No, the, he is Germany. A Germany to cut in. Honestly, <laughs> apparently, if offered my offer a contract, honestly. <laughs> oh God, make it be true. Make it be true, and make it an early season fixture so that he hasn't been first sacked game yet. of the season. QPR away. Holloway and Meyerhofer. <laughs> make that be true, God, please. I'll even believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is a Millwall deity out there that answered many oh. prayers yesterday. So, so, I mean, oh, just dear. even the second string fixtures. Uh, you got your Bristol cities, Leeds, Leeds, Ipswich. Leeds is a second string fixture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we can get any tickets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you know that we've got to go? You've got to go and get your tickets for the Leeds game now by three o'clock this afternoon <laughs> from the Outer Hebrides. Um, if you want one. Oh dear, some good, some good teams, some big teams. It's going to be nice to see the Den. With decent crowds in it again, some decent away supports, and hopefully better times around the corner. Um, an immense day. I, I mean, I, I haven't written anything down, so I'm just struggling to think of, um, as you said earlier on, Harry, the superlatives. Um, one of the one of the big days. I mean, I've seen how many promotions, about five or six promotions, I suppose, in my in my time. This was certainly the most enjoyable, given the circumstances. Um, the pitch invasion yesterday, shall we talk about that for a moment? Um, <laughs> we might as well mention it in passing. Um, I'm sure there'll be column inches to it. <laughs> another first, another first <laughs> to add to the litany of Millwall firsts. <laughs> the first team to invade the pitch at Millwall. I can't uh, believe they fucking done it. I can't, I can't believe they managed it. I, I, mean, I actually think we're there to test Wembley's... Um, we're like a quality test. We're like a quality test. Each year, um, we we because they they reinforce the upper deck. I, I was sitting low, looking up at the opposite um, upper tier where there were fans in that opposite um, highest um, level of seating, and they had like a, a Rook's drift style double level of first <laughs> um, first wave of stewards sheeting and another wave. Um, you know, six kind of, bayonets. Six bayonets. <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing happened up there this time, but this year there was no one up there, was there? Bradford, Bradford, fucking. There was, no a f- one. there was a few Bradford up there, but I don't think that you know. There's clearly nothing going on up there last time, but not like the Barnsley last time. This time we came at them low. 
<laughs> and it weren't a, it weren't a Bradford. We went we went for the stewards this time. For this, I, I just take my hat off to anyone and get across that kind of strange barrier thing. They like a medieval barrier, and I, I thought, how are you going to get across that? You, you break your neck getting across it. But Millwall fans find a way, like the squad. We find <laughs> we find a way. <laughs> there we are. That was brilliant. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think a lot's being made out of it. In wow. whether or not, I, I know that it weren't. It weren't the best. It wasn't ideal. Was it wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. But it's it's. Um, you know, you had forty thousand people on the pitch at Spurs the other week, and you didn't get half the fucking shit that Millwall will get for doing that. You know, um, it's, it's because no one else has done it yet. They get very jealous, and it's Millwall that's done it. And uh, they, a lot of people wish they were us. And I think that. Um, there's a certain uncontrollability about the Millwall support, which for better or for worse, sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. You're not going to take it away and long, long may it continue because that's why we follow the club, Harry, isn't it? I mean, you know, would you really want to be a, I don't know, a Charlton or a Palace? Not really. It, 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 there's always the unpredictability of the Millwall support and I think that's just, um, you know, you've got, to, you've got to like it or... Love it or, or leave it, really. Yeah, you know, that's the way. It yeah, goes. we should be we should be sponsored by the Samaritans or Mind or one of these mental <laughs> health charities because we we are a split personality. We are the walking embodiment of schizophrenia, aren't we? Schizophrenia. If, by, if by we polar. lose, if we lose, <laughs> fucking shit, Harry's out, cunt. If we win, oh, we're the best team Saint in the world. Knighthood. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just a split personality. Fucking the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. That's Millwall. It's a team, really. <laughs> But no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was such a Millwall way to do it, weren't it? The, Absolutely. The thinking about the game, you know. Last the, day, the, the Den minute. style, wasn't it? It's anti-establishment. Yeah. It's um, got every potential to go wrong. Somehow we got through it and we live to fight another day. And that's the Millwall motto. <laughs> it's just, um, it's just, you know, it's it's not just that, is it? It's, the, it's everything else that that comes with going to Wembley and, and thing and the novelty has worn off, you know. Um, and I, I, when we won in 2010, I, I think it was more relief than celebration. I felt at, at full time. Um, this year, I was, I, I, I stayed until I was the last person to leave me block mm. um, yesterday. Yeah, I soaked every minute of it in because it doesn't happen often. We are living in a, a golden age for the club, really. Um, if, if we're being honest, I, I, against all the odds that that may be. But the last 20 years, I mean, I'm 27. The last 20 years in a club, we've been to Wembley six times, if you count the old one. We've been to yeah. the Millennium Stadium, Old Trafford, Europe. Europe. You know, I mean, and before that, there's a morass of shit, really, that the, club's been, that um, the club had, you know, going that, back that, for that years. That morass of shit is the bulk of my life, Harry. Thank you, mate. That's all right. That's all right. Just be thankful I come along. Obviously, I'm a lucky mascot. It's true. It's, it's true. And I, and you know, days like days like yesterday make it all worthwhile like worthwhile. And you have an affection for you have an affection for them. They're all they're flatly flawed football players. You know, Jimmy Abdu can't play a pass and and Tony Craig's got about as much pace as a JCB on the fucking motorway and it's just but they got there. I mean Ferguson's tackle in the last minute to block the ball is he comes from nowhere. I mean yeah. I, I I got up last night in a drunken state. Yeah. Walked through the front door, put the, put the TV on, and went. I'm going to watch the last ten minutes. <laughs> put the TV on. Watch the last ten minutes. I went. I can actually watch it now, not from behind the hands. Yeah. And it it was such a good it was such a good uh, defensive performance. 
um, from Millwall. It was an immense defensive performance, and I think that's the thing to take away from it. We did the job at the other end. Just before we close out, Harry, I want to mention two things. The spontaneous, I wasn't aware this tribute was going to take place to Anthony Murphy, who I who sadly passed away on Friday, the, the, the uh, poor chap who had the heart attack in the home game versus Northampton. There was a like a, a, a minute's applause on 40 minutes, which yeah. for me came out of nowhere. I believe it had been um, generated on Facebook. And, yeah, it um, was. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. I, I hadn't seen that. So um, I thought that was just fantastic. And also fair play to those Bradford fans that there were some that joined in with that. And then in, in reverse on 56 minutes, the uh, tribute to the, the Bradford fire victims of 85, which took real hold around the whole stadium. And that's the other side of the coin. Yeah, there's there's um, middle-class outrage at the uh, pitch invasion, but let's, let's, um, let's get it right. There was, there was two tributes there that tell the other side of this fantastic club story. Um, and I think that's also worth mentioning before we close out. So, well done, Millwall. Well done, Bradford. I don't, I don't have a problem with Bradford as a club. I thought they, they brought um, their part to yesterday's game, Harry. It's a fantastic game of football raw and uncompromising and for a, for a playoff final it was um it was entertaining if you could be a neutral in that situation um, yeah i mean let's give a shout out to uh, Stuart mccall who uh, said that he would have liked to have clocked one or two of the mill i don't have a problem with that i mean that's you know he probably got you know i'm sure if it had been in reverse and neil harris had said that that would have been you know hurrah for neil and you know, he's defending his club, and that's fair play. Um, I wish Bradford well next season. I hope they, I hope they succeed. They're a decent club. Decent. I think fans. he's got delusions of grandeur, Nick. I listened to an interview of him before. Uh, I haven't really on, an EFL, seen the quote. on an EFL EFL weekly podcast uh, mm. interview, and he said, "Mill will have no no good history at Wembley." I thought, right, good, that's good. They know fuck all about us, obviously, if that's their level of preparation. They don't know that we are one of the five clubs, I think, that have gone to Wembley twice in a row and won now. Oh, well, oh, well I fuck, think so, there we go. Fuck him in that case. Members of, <laughs> members of the jury will disregard my previous remarks. Fuck him. Yeah, and Bradford as well. McCall, you cunt. That's <laughs> you a good moment a cunt, to close yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Big thank you to Harry Warren for all your help this season, Harry. Been a no great worries, season, mate. Big thank you to everyone that's taken part in the show. Um, big thank you to you, dear listener, for listening to it. We're going to close out there, Harry. The, the songbirds singing behind you, mate, and we'll all come back and do it again in August. It's Harry, been a pleasure as always, isn't it? Arriva <laughs> Dirty Millwall.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.